1: Most humans never receive in a lifetime.
2: Hey, hey, what time is it, kids?
1: This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Jeff Lutz.
3: I was just over here reading the multiple, multiple endless pieces of literature that say clutch doesn't exist. And look up, does clutch exist? And it's the first result. Pretty
4: clutch.
1: In Jason Duda, for today anyway.
4: When I was playing with the Thunder, I can't remember the defenseman's name. He would never score. He was just a solid defense. But when we went to a shootout, we put him in. Why? Because he was clutch. Pretty clutch.
1: 97.5 in 1240 KFH.
4: Stand by for action.
3: Welcome back, hour number two of Bob and Jeff. In this hour, Jason. What? Joanna Chadwick.
4: Well, of course.
3: Vipe Magazine, 325. And then we will talk Wichita slash, I guess, Park City. East McLean Street on, in Park City uh, with Jared Bruner for five questions. Perfect. I wonder what he's going to ask us. I don't know. A guy who's never met us probably knows who you are. We, Very ne- unlikely that he knows who I am. But we've never met him either. What are we going to ask him? We've never met him. But we know something about him. He's a roller hockey guy. There you go. That, we can get four questions out of that. You're going to ask him where he likes to eat. In Park City. That's yeah. a good restaurant, uh, Mexican restaurant. Well I'll, well, I'll find out. See if he likes that one. Are we going to continue with the state game? I don't know. Do no you offend, want No you... offense to football, but I like uh, guessing state uh,
4: whatever games. Well, dates. we can do a little bit of that. Induction and then maybe... dates? That's not the right word. Admission. Admission dates. Admission dates. Into the, Admission the years. union. We won't do dates because dates impossible. But Year. years we could do. Here is a date. I'm going to give you, the next one I'm going to give you, you're going to get one out of the two, I guarantee you. No, I'm not. No, I guarantee you. And if you don't, then we're done, the game's over. So you're going to get either one of the two questions I'm going to ask you. I, I doubt it, but let's try. Well, you should know as soon as I tell you the state. What's What year was Idaho? Uh,
3: was that part of the Louisiana <laughs> Purchase? Uh, so the first thing that comes to mind is late 1800s, early 1900s, mid-1800s, early 1800s, Louisiana Purchase.
4: Uh, when was, can I look up when was the Louisiana Purchase? Sure. I'll, I'll allow you to do that. This is not a, exactly an easy game. Because then they went, uh, eight. But I, looked so through was it, eight, I was, I was... I found it interesting. So that was 1803, which got
3: into Idaho, but uh, did not name Idaho as one of its states. That no, was Because it was later. That was still Montana. It was quite later. That was in still the 1800s. Montana. Um, so later for Idaho, and Idaho would have been 1844. 1890. You said it wasn't in the second half of the 18... Un- what is your problem?
4: I got. Look, I apologize because I did I did give you that hint here, but and I, I don't have said, my regular glasses on, so these little numbers... Are well, <laughs> and I first, first said early see. part of the 20th century, so I was closer there... You were. ...than where you led me. But le- let me throw you a bone here. What's... P- potato. Oh, see? Look at you. Potato. I told you you'd get Put one you of the two. I told you you'd get one of the two. Okay, since you were talking about it, let's do Montana. Uh Montana, what year was Montana? Well, Montana was part of the Louisiana Purchase, right?
3: But Kansas was too. And it wasn't a state until 1861. So Montana had to be a little after that. Montana
4: had to be 1886. Well, you didn't get it right, but you're within seven years, so that is a correct answer. Was it also 1890? 1889. Yeah. Just before Idaho.
3: See, now I have a frame of reference, because Idaho, I had no idea, really. Um, But now that I know that western part of the state, or the country, is second, obviously, because we moved west, Jason. Mm -hmm. And now that I have a frame of reference with Kansas, 1861, we continue to move west.
4: Ah, see, now see, you're kind of figuring it out, putting it all together. There you go. I'm impressed. Thank you. Okay, so Montana, what would be their treasured state fruit? Now their this is treasured st- st- state fruit. So this is it's a it's a. I mean, you, you'll know the fruit, but it's a little bit of a different name. Uh, so it's some kind of apple, some kind of grape, it's some kind of berry. <laughs> the Frankenberry. It's Not the Frankenberry. And if you think of the movie Tombstone, so Doc Holliday Love to say this. I didn't see Tombstone. Oh, that's too bad that you, that, that doesn't help you. You know what this is doing to Everybody me? Everybody driving right now was like, Everybody? how do you not know this? You know
3: what this game is doing to me? I'll be your... It's killing me. I'll, I'll be, be your Huckleberry. Your,
4: ah, there you got it. See how the, easy that was?
3: The long grain Huckleberry. No, just
4: Huckleberry. Huckleberries. Okay. Okay. So it was a kind of huckleberry. Okay, then you've kind of started to figure this out a little bit now. Yeah, a little bit, but that doesn't mean anything. So let's go back to this one. Alaska. Alaska was the next
3: to last state. You are correct. Into the Union, and that might have been
4: 1956, but it wasn't. It was 1955. It still wasn't. Ah, what was it? 1959. Same Again. year. Same year. Alaska was January 3rd, 1959. Hawaii, which we went over, was August 21st, 1959. Oh, that hurts. And now
3: but, this should uh, be... But it passed in the Senate in 58. So I
4: should get... Get what? Whatever I said. Well, you were within seven, so you okay, get so it I right. get it. You still, it's still considered a right answer. How many points is that worth? That's just worth one. Okay. Now, what's the st- what would you consider in Alaska as their state food? No. Snow.
5: Snowballs. Snowballs. Snow's Snow not cones. a food.
4: It comes out of the ocean. Uh, trout. Oh, my God. Trout is not in the ocean. Like, <laughs> uh. I know I'm not the smartest guy in the world, <laughs> but I do know that. Um, dolphins. Oh, it's just—it's
3: starting to hurt. You are killing me right now. My brain has
4: died. A lot of people listening will know Max. I'm going to allow Max to the answer. The bluefin whale—they
0: swim upstream.
4: I don't know that Max.
0: Be- bears like them.
4: Fish. They're like an orange color. <laughs> when you uh, eat rainbow them. trout, <laughs> goldfish, a salmon. Very good. Hey, got it. Hey, good job, you man. That's fantastic news. Wow. See, this game is so fun for me. Are you enjoying this? Why would I know that a salmon swims
3: upstream? Why would I know that? What reason would I have to know that? Just explain to me how that. How have knowledge... you never
4: heard salmon swim upstream? I'm sure I've heard it, but what would make
3: me commit that to memory? Why? Why not? I don't eat salmon. I don't fish. I
4: don't go to Alaska. Why would I know that? I don't know. But you should. I don't. The rest of everybody else listening probably had a pretty good idea it was. But salad. why? It's a you're in Alaska. Think about it. For just think about it. I've never been. But trout swim in the ocean. I don't know what that is. You don't know what a trout is? Oh, trout? Oh my. <laughs> That's what you said. A trout. Uh, a trout. A trout. A trout. What's wrong with a trout? <laughs> Trot are good eaten. uh, they don't swim in the ocean <laughs> oh. Oh. it's unbelievable. Are there trout in the ocean? Yeah, there are next Maine,
3: Maine was uh, I believe an original thirteen colony, so seventeen eighty seven is when that passed. So Maine's going to have to be within the next five years of 1787 as a 13-original colony. So Maine was uh, right there at 1789. 1820.
4: Really? Was Maine not an original colony? Well, if it was 1820, there's a good chance it wasn't. That's crazy. I'm so tired. Are you? Yeah. You. I mean... This game has zapped me. <laughs> I am out. What would the state treat of Maine be? You'll never get this. Yes, I will. Oh, yeah? What is it? It's, uh... As you're looking it the up. The whoopee pie. Whoopee pie. It's not whoopie. It's trote. But you looked it up. <laughs> That's not even right. It's trote. It's a trot. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with trote. The state dessert is blueberry pie. Why do you need a treat and a dessert? Why not? Maine is crazy. What's better than just one when you can have two? Doesn't that make sense? Uh, yeah. It makes sense to me. And even if it doesn't make sense, I like it. You're right? going to have to carry the rest of the show. I'm serious. We got Joanna Chadwick. Oh, th- we got you can do questions. It. You can do it. I know you can. You have, you have killed my brain. Okay, we'll give you one more, and then we're done with this. One more, maybe. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, early state.
3: They did a lot of stuff early on in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, it seems like it was also an original colony, but it probably wasn't. (laughs) Now you're looking it up. There are at least 20 original 13 colonies. So bad. Pennsylvania sort of was one. Right? So, give me. Give me for Pennsylvania.
4: Give you what? Give me. What are you saying? What, you can't I'm, find I'm it? I'm thinking about it. I'm not it. even allowing you to use the computer and you can't figure this out. <laughs> well, it became that's awful. A, it became a
3: colony of England in 1681. Does that count? Colony of Great,
4: so it had to be seventeen eighty-seven. What's your answer? Seventeen eighty-eight. Well, that's wrong, but you get your point because it's yeah. seventeen eighty-seven.
3: Yeah, that's what I said.
4: No, you said seventeen. But re- I
3: first said seventeen eighty-seven. Okay, because there were original colonies that were ratified by the Constitution.
4: And what is uh, what is their state cookie? Uh, duh. What? The- Would you stop? The wafer. No.
3: The Quaker wafer.
4: The chocolate chip. Oh, that's lame.
3: Well, but it's good. Ask me the state tree. They ask me the state food. I don't want to. They don't (laughs) have one.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. Oh, Jeff. I don't like this. Well, I told you we had lots of other things I could have went to. They don't actually have a state cookie. It's a proposed state cookie. Yeah, well, it's their state cookie. It
3: was it's been proposed by a group of fourth graders.
4: Smart kids. Smart that kids.
3: What happened in
4: nineteen ninety six? Nothing there's been no updates. Doesn't then. matter. This it's my game, so that's that was the answer. Well
3: the devotion of the Chocolate chip cookie.
4: I'm gonna have to stop this game because you're, to be you're starting to you're starting to fade after. <laughs> your faded. brain your I'm, brain's hurting. I'm done. It's a little tired. I am so done. So dumb. Uh, all right, hey. we'll take a break. Okay, before the break, I'm gonna ask. I this, gotta ask you one football. This question. This show is off the rails. Okay, uh, completely. What is Isaiah Pacheco's over under rushing yards against Baltimore? Seventy point five. Well, you're within seven. Sixty three point five. I was right there. That counts. All right, go to break. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and talk high school sports
3: with Joanna Chadwick. Please stay with us in spite of what has just happened. (laughs) We'll be back.
1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
3: Welcome back. Novelty Songs Week on Bob and Jeff. This is The Who with uh, Boris the Spider.
4: Great. Let's go. What do you want me to say? Boris the Spider. Like, I didn't ask on. you to say anything. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, well, you looked at me like you wanted me to say no, something. No, I didn't. And I wasn't going on something like that. Absolutely ridiculous. Let's go to the hotline and talk to Joanna Chadwick from
3: Vibe Magazine. Joanna, this show is uh, off off the rails, off the chain. I don't even know.
2: Okay, well, off the chain means it's perfect timing for me. Off the rails means maybe I should call later.
3: It's a little bit of both, probably, but please stay. It would be better for you to call later, probably. You don't want to
4: deal with this guy today. We need you.
3: Um, So here's what I want to ask you first before we talk about basketball. Uh, The Jackie Robinson statue got stolen last night. I just want to give you the floor uh, if you want to say anything about that.
2: Well, I think it's just horrifying to think – that someone would take the time, the energy, to plan that theft. And for what? Why are we taking away something from a place that is just doing good for kids, the innocence of our society? And, you know, I am just so stunned that that would happen here, that an icon like Jackie Robinson, a statue dedicated to him, an area dedicated to kids would be vandalized like that, we should be really upset as a city. We should be upset as a society because it's just ridiculous.
3: I agree. You put it uh, perfectly. So uh, we can now talk about basketball. It's girls tournament week. There are a lot of good games tonight in the semifinals setting up uh, what I assume will be a lot of really good games tomorrow and championship games. But we have a a battle of traditional powers in Topeka Heights against Topeka Washburn rural uh, uh, programs that have won state titles. This is a fun one, right?
2: It really is. And I think, I mean, Heights has got a really good young team and they're fast and they really push it. And uh, they're, they're coming back to being one of those teams that's a powerhouse of the state. And I think that's really exciting for girls basketball. And Washburn World, man, they are just always tough. One thing that Washburn World has done that has impressed me is they are able to keep their volleyball players playing basketball. I think in a lot of schools, uh, the volleyball players tend not to play basketball. And that makes me always makes me really sad uh, because why not have your best athletes? And then we can, you know, contend for championships in every sport, but um, Washburn rule has done a really good job with that. And they usually have height. I don't know what their team looks like this year, but they usually have height and just excellent ball handlers.
4: Joanna, I'm going to go back to that. What you said about the volleyball players playing basketball, are we just at that point now in high school where kids just don't want to play a second sport. Uh, I think it, it kind of bothers me a little bit as well because I think you the, you play multiple sports, it helps you in, in every aspect of every different sport. But are we to that point now where people are just going to want to singularly play one sport and hopefully that can get them to school at the collegiate level?
2: Well, if anybody is listening who has a kid a grandkid, or themselves are listening, the fact of the matter is there's not a lot of, uh, you know, Division One scholarships that are available. And the fact of the matter is you're going to pour a lot of money into a sport that is probably not going to pay dividends for you down the line. So number one, you got to love what you do. Um, and, and then the other aspect is it, of it is If you're playing another sport, it physically helps you, it mentally helps you, it helps you work with other players, it helps you work with different coaches, it only makes you a more well-rounded athlete. And the best athletes that I've seen go on have done that with multiple sports. And to think that, we've been going this way for a while where people think, well, we just need to focus on this one, I need to play this sport all year round. Like, honestly, I think the only sport I can think of that you really should be in all year round is going to be swim, just because if you get out of that, whenever you get out of that pool, you lose a little bit. Um, But anything else, you can pick that back up, take a break, let your body, uh, let your body heal, let your mental strength grow, instead of just putting everything into that. And for what?
3: I hear you uh Joanne it's it's all good points uh so your team your your husband's team that he coaches the, the school that you teach at derby has a has a big game tonight against Emporia which uh just walloped Southeast last night so I don't know much about Emporia but they must be okay uh how's that one looking and it's in Emporia
2: well that's the thing i mean and i i know coach flory from the Uh, Derby boys put out a tweet to to Brian about that tonight because they faced McPherson last week and, you know, hometown team, home tournament. It's not easy. And I would imagine tonight will not be easy. It will be a test, but I will say this, and I can say this as, (laughs) you know, um, I'm not coaching the team. I'm not playing. It is so good for them to experience these difficulties you know, when you think of winning a game 72-10, to 78-5, to five, those games don't help you. They're not, they're fun. You know, it's great to see your kid who's never scored before score. That is an awesome part of it. But it doesn't prepare you for the postseason. So these games do prepare you. Even when they're tough, even if you stumble, it's preparing you. And so that's why I get really excited by games like this. Because I just think it's so good. Two months from now.
4: Well, uh, how about uh, May South versus Goddard tonight?
2: Yeah, that, I mean that is a good matchup, and May South didn't have much of a matchup last night. Um, but, Seventy-five
4: you know, to five, Joanna. I,
2: I I I know I was very nice with what I said. It. I'm very.
3: <laughs> I didn't nice say who now. they beat. El Dorado. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: and the thing is, and girls basketball more than boys. There are the haves and the have-nots more than um, way more than what happens on the boys' side, and it is really frustrating to see. And uh, I'm just hey, go out there and play. That's what I want you to do, and go get better. But um, Capen, uh who did you say it was? Goddard and South. Those two teams are gonna they're gonna push each other, and I think that that's really good for both of them. What is is frustrating for me is sometimes when you see teams multiple times a year and then you see them in a tournament um you know derby playing hutch last night we got two more times playing them and i know goddard's not in the same division as may south but that's always a little frustrating when you play other teams in your league but it is what it is you play who's on your schedule and then you go out and you get better
3: the game of the night i believe uh is in mcpherson and McPherson hosts undefeated Shawnee Mission South. And again, I don't expect you to know much about Shawnee Mission South, but we're talking about a nine and team going into McPherson. Uh I love I love this matchup, even though I couldn't name a player.
2: Well, you know, the thing is is that um, you said it was Shawnee Mission South, was it?
3: Yeah, against McPherson tonight. Nine and Shawnee Mission South.
2: If I remember Shawnee Mission South's uh, stats from last night, they had like four or five kids in double figures, and they also had like three kids with five or more steals. Um, and But McPherson does the same sort of a thing, where they have that depth and they have the ability to find each other um, uh, with the ball. So a lot of assists is what I love to see. And then three-point shooting. Uh, McPherson is always very good from the three and that hasn't changed this year uh they've got a really good uh freshman Titan Thompson's little sister uh Jayla yeah Jayla and she's playing really well it's, I mean Carter Albert is, is a key player for McPherson as well uh but they've got some depth there I think that would be a really fun game to watch uh just some matchups of two very good teams and again playing the hometown you know team is never easy
3: and you know what? I'm going to ask you about one more game because uh, we've got Circle and Halstead. Is, is Halstead usually good at girls basketball? Maybe I missed that. Uh, it doesn't seem like uh, I remember a whole lot of uh, uh, pinnacle moments for that program.
2: Well, I think you're just forgetting because Kaylee O'Brien was very good there. Um, and I, she was just a few years ago or a year ago. I think I'm remembering right. I'm pretty sure Nickerson and Halstead had some battles. Um but uh, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, the, the cool thing is, is that while I say it's frustrating when you see the same team in your division at midseason tournament, it's also really good to see teams that you may not see at that tournament or that you may not usually see. And so that means you don't know them as well. And so it's really important that they have to be able to adjust to those teams into those different playing styles as well.
3: All right, Joanna, beautiful stuff. I assume you are or will be in Emporia. That's a late game, right?
2: It is. It's a 745 game. And, uh, yeah, I'll be up there today. I'll be back for a JV tournament tomorrow for my kid, and then I'll be back in Emporia for the rest of the tournament. It's
3: a lot. It's a lot. I but you're it. almost <laughs> empty nesters. Not that that'll matter. You'll still be at games every day probably.
2: <laughs> Heck, yes, I will.
3: All right, Joanna, thanks.
2: All right, bye, guys. See you. There she goes.
3: I don't even know if they almost are empty nesters. They got a couple in high school, I think. Um, um what? That's it. That's um is it. I just hate when I'm unsure of things. and Unsure of what? Or I misspeak. And what if they have a are four-year-old? You, see, they doesn't, don't. Doesn't but I'm just saying, like, I get worried that uh, my So now
4: you're worried about, well, text my information Joanna and ask. Empty. I don't want to. So you'd rather be worried about it than find out and then be okay Don't you with ever
3: it. do that like at work where maybe like an email goes out? I'm not saying uh, this happens, but like there's something you think you should know, but you d- so you don't ask.
4: I usually ask. You ask? Yeah, it doesn't bother me to ask. Even it's if they better, go like, well, we covered that it's, three months ago in a training Better, similar. This is something that you can take with you the rest of your I life. I know that it's, what you're saying is true, but say it anyway. It's better to ask a stupid question than make a stupid mistake. No, That's a good point. Thank you. All right, let's let's do five questions. Our guest
3: is some guy (laughs) that I found on Facebook yesterday, Uh, Jared Bruner. Jared, how are
5: you? I'm doing good. How are you?
3: We are doing fantastic. You're here with Jason Duda and myself. We're going to play a little butt-up bum thing, and then we're going to get to it. There it is. All right, so we're going to get into your roller hockey background and involvement in and around the Wichita area. But uh, when I texted you yesterday, hey, do you want to come on the radio, what were your thoughts?
5: I I was actually shocked, to be honest, because not that many people ask about roller hockey in the Wichita area anymore, to be honest.
3: It does not happen very often. So, Jason, what's your question for Jared?
4: Jared, do you live in Park City or in Wichita?
5: I'm actually an Andover resident.
4: And to be honest, Andover resident. Okay, well, then this can be a broad question as I like to ask everybody in this segment. You're going to ask him this right away? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm kind of hungry. So, favorite restaurant and what do you order? Ooh, favorite
5: restaurant, what do I order? Favorite restaurant, it's not a Wichita one, but it's got to be Eskimo Joe's down Stillwater, Oklahoma. Big old plate of cheese fries. I've got a bad cheese fry addiction.
3: Jason, you
4: better leave if you want to get there by dinner time. That sounds good, though. I love cheese
3: fries. (laughs) Jared Bruner, our guest for five questions. So tell us about your background personally, how you got involved in roller hockey, what you enjoy about it, and then we'll talk uh, about the the facility uh, of sorts that you've created.
5: Yeah. So the background, my background roller hockey, uh, you could go back to – the second Wichita Thunder championship in the CHL, because that year, one of the promotions was they handed out street hockey sticks to every kid that came in the door. I think it was March 1995. And that's really where it got started for me, just playing ro- roller hockey just out in my driveway. And just that's how most kids back in that era got started in Wichita, was not on ice. It was roller hockey. And that's, I mean, I, I implore all kids, hey, pick up a street hockey stick, go down thrift store, Walmart, whatever, get you a cheap set of skates, just play on your driveway, enjoy the sport.
4: Yeah, see, where I'm from, we, we had more ice on the ground for longer, so that's why we <laughs> use skates. Yep. That's the only difference. Tell us a little bit about the facility and um, how many people do you got? Just give us a little rundown.
5: So the facility is actually just about, it's coming up on 30 years old. The facility itself, we have nicknamed it the Concrete Pond because obviously roller hockey got to be on concrete or some kind of non-slippery floor. Uh, Out there, we do a lot of drop-ins, and sometimes league games just come in, pick up a stick, and go in the summertime. Uh, Usually Friday night's about 7 o'clock. and it's open to anybody that's i mean we don't we want an inclusive environment we're not going to turn anybody away
4: where is the facility and what would your hours be then give us the exact so, address
5: the exact address is pat mclean park in park city right next to their bmx track you can see the rink from 135
3: okay so i i, I said something about mclean street earlier but it's not on mclean street it's, uh, it's at correct. McLean Park in Park City. That makes a lot more sense.
5: You are correct. You, basically, you would use hydraulic in Park City to get to at McLean Park.
3: So are you at all uh, – are you a Thunder fan? Because I saw that uh, you are friends with Jason Chavez, who had worked for the Thunder, Jason Miles, who uh, is their broadcaster. Uh, do, you, do you know those guys pretty well, and do they play? Do they play they, roller they hockey do. with they, you?
5: They, they do a lot more ice than they do roller. Um, yeah, long-time Thunder fan. Uh, of course, I played for some of your old teammates, played for Newts, played for Trevor Converse, played for Sean O'Reilly, some of the old guys that are still – as a matter of fact, my son now plays against Todd Newton's boy. Um, it's, it's kind of a fun bit. Now I'm playing against his kid, somebody that taught me the sport.
3: <laughs> what do you well, think about, about that, uh, dudesy? No, dudesy? well, Dudes?
4: he's, he's mentioning names that put a smile on my face. You know, I know knew those guys very well. They're good guys. So obviously, it's it's uh, <laughs> I've got some memories floating through the back of my head. right I now. would imagine this is good. See, this is what we do for five questions when you're
3: here. I try to cater <laughs> to you. Have I done it? <laughs>
2: you're so yep, full yep. of it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I do.
4: <laughs> Ask a question. So um, I guess. Uh, you have a league right now? Is is there a league? How many teams are in it? Um, if somebody wanted to get involved in that, how would they go about it?
5: So they they can ask us questions on our Facebook page, the Concrete Inline Hockey Rink on Facebook. Uh, right now, we usually we float between four or five adult teams in the summertime. We play. We took a year off last year, but we're coming back this year. We're actually going to open it up to 14U and older crowds. So we're going to get high school kids out there playing this year. Definitely try to grow the sport. It runs from June to early September. We do biweekly every other Friday night at 7 p.m.
3: I love it. So uh, I think, yeah, that's that's good stuff, good information. Uh, hopefully you get one or two more people out there uh, to play with you guys. So now you get to ask us a question you can ask us anything you want. You can ask both of us the same question. You can ask us different questions. Uh, the floor is yours, Jared.
5: Okay, so I've got a question for Jason. Of course, you you've been in Wichita since I think what was that ninety seven, ninety eight timeframe.
4: Yeah, ninety December twentieth, nineteen ninety six is when I got traded. Here.
5: Okay, wow. So I mean, obviously, you you got to play under Coach Wells. I mean, what was that environment like for the five seasons he coached here in Wichita? Because, I mean, obviously, we know, a lot of us know how he was as a player. We saw him him and Rick Sealing have fun down in Tulsa. But what was the everyday practicing under Wellesley like?
4: Well, practicing under Wellesley was, uh, it's kind of like, how do I put this? How do you put this? How do I put this? Each day was an adventure. You never knew what you were going to get with Wellesley. He could come in and be like, hey, how's it going, guys? You know what? Ah, We're not practicing today. Let's all go for breakfast. Or you could have won the three games on the weekend, and he comes in Monday morning, and I don't know what happened, but he's lost his marbles. (laughs) Nobody says a word. You get on the ice. There's no pucks for an hour and a half. You just never knew. But um, I'll tell you what. I honestly absolutely enjoyed playing for Wellesley.
5: And definitely I mean while well, I'd see him off i mean, yeah, always that nice smile all but Oh off
4: the ice tell. I'll tell you what, off the ice a great guy. Absolutely fantastic. Get him away from the arena and it's totally different. You know, and a lot of guys, especially in hockey, you know, that they, they can turn that switch on and off once if he's at the rink, it's it's he's a different guy a lot of times. But if you get out of the rink and you're just going golfing or you're just sitting around He's just like one of the boys. I mean, you'd never know that he bit off a guy's finger up in the yeah. United Hockey League and got kicked and got banned for life, and that's how he ended
5: up in Wichita. <laughs> and
4: that is a true story.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I've seen I've seen videos of him when uh, it was uh, local news up there, 2 handing a guy in the head, and he had just gone back from his suspension for eye gouging.
3: Yes, that was, was Wellesley. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Uh good stuff. Jared, we uh we really appreciate it. You were a good sport. So uh yeah, good luck with your your roller hockey venture. Uh say hello to the two Jasons for me.
5: Will I will do. All
3: right, appreciate it.
5: Okay,
3: Something a little different.
4: Yeah. Good but
3: stuff. That's what five questions is all
4: about. Well, that's what it's supposed to be, isn't it? I think so. Well, I would hope so. I don't know. But if I, it's not, then you're doing it wrong. But I assume that it is.
3: Uh, any, any excitement over the weekend happening for you? Let's see. You want to uh, come over
4: for the Royal Rumble on Saturday? Oh, 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 oh I got plans. Dang. Man. You could have fun, but it's okay. I on it, we ha- I have plans. Okay. We got a bunch of family coming over to the house, so that's what's going on Saturday night. I'm going to the Metro Bistro a little bit after the show with our friend Shannon Great. Oh, really? Uh, to have the Cuban that apparently is the best around. Cubans are fantastic. They are. So this and if be... you can find the best one, um, you let me know because I will go try. I've it.
3: had some good ones. Uh, Monarch has a good one. Uh, Homegrown has a good one. Uh, so you know we're not lacking for good Cubans. Well, right I want to
4: know. I you let me know next week because I, I probably would stop by if it's that good. It's out in Andover. You well, gotta, I'm basically out there now. You got to go a little bit out of your way to get to Andover. Like I said, I just go out a little early. You want have to come lunch. with us?
3: No, you're not invited. He would be upset. I'm me.
4: actually uh, Jackson and I are going for a bite tea to tonight. Oh, where are you going? I think we're going to have some wings. We haven't decided where yet. That's good stuff. We went out to Gambino's on Wednesday, had some pizza out there, fantastic. And tonight uh, the girls are busy, so he and I are hanging out. That's, I think it's that's I think our it's Friday night. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. As you should be, Max. Plans? Nothing. All right. Well, that's fun. Hey. End on a sour note. Sour? <laughs> What's wrong with having nothing to do I on don't an know. evening? I I think it's whatever. fantastic. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, Bob, we hope we'll be back
3: on uh, Monday. If you could send him some support over social media or any other way, you're capable. We'd appreciate it. And we will talk to you Monday. Have a great weekend. Later.